Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Steins, our national and presidential expert and noted author. You can find his books over at Next Chapter Books as well as TotallyIowa.com. The Iowa Business Report and the Iowa Politics Report come to us via the KEXEL Cedar Falls Waterloo where Jeff is located today. Hey, Jeff. Are you happier with the twins? Uh, Well, I'm happier that they benched Buxton. Do they? Hey, uh, Brett, do we know? Is Buxton back in the lineup again tonight or no? Oh, let's see. Uh, All right, see if that is. DH that can barely hit. Oh uh, yeah, he's bitten. You know, one ninety eight. For goodness sake. Here, here's all I know, boys and girls. I'm minding my own business. I watch the Twitter machine, and Matt McNeil says people should lose their jobs. Yes, that's all I know. And and so I felt compelled to ask. They keep playing certain players in the four or the three slot, hitting one ninety. That's not a smart play. Uh, have, I don't know if they've released the lineup yet. Have they for tonight? That I'm seeing, yeah, you know, no. Waller would be. It, it's confidential. Yeah. It's it's secret. We're not going to let you know uh, because there's probably a secret weapon that's going to come up that you're not supposed to know about yet, and then it'll be happy days are here again, right? Uh, d- dude, man, a decent manager could have this team about 15 games higher in the standings, and and it really what is. What? what would you do? I don't want to go back to the old days when you did sports, but what what would you do right now? Put on a jersey. And take the field, what are you doing? I wouldn't have been dumb enough, first of all, I, I wouldn't have been dumb enough to go and trade the American League reigning batting championship when I got Mr. Glass over there in the corner who who breaks an arm every time he picks up a piece of paper and and say, you know what, they were willing to take Buxton or a rise, I'm going to give him a rise. Uh, they, and they trade they did with Miami. Um, they just, they can't get out of their own way. The problem with the twins, you want to know what the problem is. How do you fix it? What do you do tonight? Stop managing, stop managing, stop managing the team. Stop managing the team based on the revenue from Jersey sales, because that's the problem is that the front office is controlling the management of that team. I think to where they fact that they sell a lot of Byron Buxton jerseys. So Byron Buxton has to be in the lineup, even when he clearly should not be in the lineup. And that is the problem. You cannot, if you want to sell jerseys, go sell jerseys. You want to have a baseball team, have a baseball team, but don't try to manage the baseball team by saying, who's our number one seller today. By the way, I want to thank Brett for putting our names up on the screen as he began that rant, so no one would be confused. As <laughs> now, what what jersey number would you wear? Is it nine ninety five for nine fifty? Oh, nine fifty. Well, no, I, it, it's it, I'd be number one, maybe. <laughs> I think Billy Martin won wore number one for the Twins in the past. Oh. I roll that out there. Did we have we retired Billy Martin's number? I don't think we retired Billy Martin's number. I don't think we have. So I think it's still viable. I might I don't have think you'd wear forty-five. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going to go get Kirby's number. So like yeah, it's like take it down off the wall, put it on me. Uh, Matt used to wear twenty-three, but in the comeback, he's wearing forty-five. Yeah, yeah there, there you nice go. Play. There you go. Nicely very done. well played. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, letter that former President Trump received from Special Counsel Jack Smith, informing that he's a target of a federal investigation <laughs> into efforts to overturn the twenty twenty presidential election, mentions three federal statutes related to the dep- uh, deprivation of rights, conspiracy to defraud the U.S. and tampering with a witness um trump's in trouble with this and and as a matter of fact a lot of people i've, I've seen them quite a bit of an, an analyst uh, talking about the fact that they are they're saying 
really, this is why Trump is so determined to win the presidency is the only way he's going to get out of this right now is if he wins the election next year. I went Jordan with the 45. Brett went Trump with the 45. So nice, nice reference. Just make sure we, we, we honed in on that. Of course, it's the best chance for him because he cannot trust any of the others to pardon him. All right. So let's play this out then. Obviously, no one with a D by their name is going to pardon Trump. Mm-hmm. Right. OK. Um, no amount of healing the nation. Uh, you know, that, that's not going to happen. You have a whole host of Republicans who say, if I'm president, I'll pardon Trump. Starts with DeSantis, goes through Ramaswamy, et cetera, et cetera. And there are others who are like, no, let him rot. Uh, you know, that's the <laughs> that's the Will Hurd, Asa Hutchinson, yeah. <laughs> Chris Christie wing of the party, uh, but potentially growing. But in any event, if I'm Donald Trump, do I trust Ron DeSantis to pardon me? Because all Trump will do in a DeSantis presidency, obtained by whatever means, is undermine him, right? If anybody listens to what he has to say, that is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, truly the only way he can get out of this is to pardon himself, but we may not be able to pardon ourselves, especially if it's a state charge, like in New York, or forthcoming in Georgia, mm-hmm. so which, we, a, which we're not talking. That's not the that's not the uh, the uh, the letter from Jack Smith either. So I mean, this, and once again, just no, absolutely. But but we've talked before where it's like, okay, uh, you can uh, the president can pardon people, not if it's a state charge, and so now you've just got this this domino effect of things. But what I find fascinating about it, and this is the thing to watch. If Trump is indicted by the January 6th grand jury, he won't be indicted alone because Mm -hmm. one of the hallmarks of this is conspiracy, correct? Yep. And if in order to have a conspiracy, you have to have two people. So look what they did with the documents case in Florida. They indicted Trump and one of his employees who may have physically moved boxes. Now, what's that employee's defense? The boss told me to move a box. I didn't know what it was. You indict. I mean, this is smart prosecution, right? For example, when when you, Matt, get hauled before the grand jury. Of course. All right. Eventually. They might indict Brett as well, because even though he has nothing really to do with it, he'll roll on you in a heartbeat. To save himself. Say that again, yes. He's the ringleader. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea where those other, I have no idea where I, those pandas came from. I really have no idea. I, I could have gone the other direction, but Brett controls the microphone. So I went with <laughs> he's the innocent party and you're the rogue. So what did they do in the documents case? They indict this poor guy whose only crime is he's an employee of Trump. So what are they going to do? They're going to try to squeeze him so that he'll roll on Trump to save his own neck. That's what you do in these cases. Okay, so let's say you've got a federal indictment, January 6th grand jury. It's not just going to be Trump. And the question is, who is indicted with him and how many? And that's going to be key because how many of these people, when push really comes to shove, are going to sing like canaries 
to save their own skin. Well, and it should be pointed out that one of the problems that his employee was having was he was saying, I'm trying to find my own lawyer here. And the the Trump team was trying to set him up with a Trump team controlled lawyer. And he was like, no, 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 I don't want that. I want to try. And I think he's got a guy out of Florida now, if I remember the news story correctly. But yeah, because you have to have somebody who's licensed in Florida. Yeah, that was part of the problem, too, because they were suggest, you know, people were volunteering. Well, OK, a do you trust that? And second, are they even licensed uh, to practice in the jurisdiction? Yeah, but and- what if I mean, what names could you hear? Along as 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 indicted co-conspirators, Roger Stone, this- Rudy, Cudu, Rudy Giuliani, Bannon, um, mm-hmm. St- Stephen Miller. I wouldn't put him past him being involved here. I, he, let's be honest. I mean, you know, considering when we what we learned about the the um, charity, the the Trump charity that he was running, would anyone be surprised if Junior, Eric, and Ivanka's name possibly come up? I I wouldn't. Yeah, but, but again, with regard to January 6th, I'm not so sure because mm. um, you know, that's a whole different issue. Well, but, but we're also but, not just talking about January 6th. It's that whole running from the day of the election when Rudy starts running through the White House saying, deny it, deny it, deny it. Yeah. And, it's, and, and, it's, and, and he's running through the White House on that. I think that's the case. By the way, can we step back here one second here? Because it's, it's historically, I sometimes like to talk about this. Isn't this really when you talk about who's going to who would pardon him? Isn't this the legacy of Ford? Is that sure. no one remembers Gerald Ford for any other reason outside of he pardoned Nixon? And if I am a president, and I'm going to, if I'm the Republican or even the Democrat or anything like this, and I'm saying to him, you know, people are like, ah, oh, you should go par- probably pardon him. Do you want to do that because? All you you could do anything else, but the number one thing that you will always be remembered for is you pardoned a and to pardon someone you have to have someone who's guilty of something, you know you pardoned a guilty Trump, you know you know for whatever the reason is, and I just don't think when you look at people and you get to that point in legacy building, I don't think they want to be for uh, Ford uh, two point Okay, a couple of distinctions. I generally agree with you, but a couple of distinctions. Ford pardoned Nixon before any charges were filed of any kind. And the the gist of it was to say, we have to get past this. And so he's left office. I'm going to pardon him for anything he might have done. There, we're done. Let's move forward. That was in 1974. It's going to be 50 years by the time the next president takes the oath. 49 and a half, Okay. It's a very different political climate, number one. But number two, you have active charges against Trump. And presuming this federal indictment comes in with January 6th, this will be the third indictment, two of them federal. There is a big difference between pardoning someone who has not been charged 50 years ago. And I'm not saying that was ultimately right. He didn't win election in his own right because of it. There's no doubt. No doubt. We got Jimmy Carter because of the pardon. Okay, any Democrat because of the pardon. The next president in 2025, if that person is a um, is a Democrat or is a Republican, you're going to have a former president who has been charged multiple times in different jurisdictions who might be convicted of something. That's a very different pardon situation, isn't it? Well, and you're not going to be Ford rationale was to not put the country through all this. Well, we're through it. Okay. Well, and you're not going to be able to say, 
because you, like I said, you, if you're bringing charges, even if you haven't gotten convictions, you're bringing charges, you're going to go to trial, they pardon him. And all of a sudden the evidence against him is going to come on out. And all of a sudden, if there is like undeniable, he is guilty, he should have been charged, he should have gone to jail, that president has to be answer the question. It's like, well, didn't you know this case? And you're not going to be able to say, oh, I didn't really research to see if there was anything bad that had happened. You're going to, that's going to get a blow up in your face really bad. Well, and that's the the whole thing where you, you get someone like DeSantis right now who's been saying, I will pardon anyone, including January 6th defendants who were prosecuted for political reasons. Okay. It's a great stump statement, but he has no intention of keeping his word with that because once he gets into the White House, assume he does, he's going to look and say, well, actually, this was for the sanctity of the republic. This had nothing to do with political purposes. And that's how he'll weasel out of the promise to pardon Trump. He'll say, well, when I said that, I didn't know that he was going to be convicted by a jury of his peers. I didn't know all of this evidence. Uh, you know, sure, you know, it's it's uh, it's tough being him, but uh, we don't have to worry about him being invited to any uh, reunions anytime soon because he'll be at the Gray Bar Hotel for life. So, you know, to that point, you're at a very different place here where there's even more downside for a president who pardons Trump, especially again, you're DeSantis. Part of your whole appeal is to say, I can do this for eight years. If I'm Trump light, at least I'll be there for eight years. And if you torpedo your own presidency by cleansing a conviction of a former president, oof, that's tough. A conviction that for trying tough. to overthrow an election. And, you know, that's that's the other thing, too. And now we're starting to look, you know, you know, third world kangaroo court sort of stuff. And that's and that's and that's kind of nasty. Um, by the way, not even the, the, the wildest headline I saw of Trump. Did you see the one? Apparently, Israel has formally filed a protest because they lent some ancient artifacts to the White House while Trump was in there, and Trump just took them with him down to Mar-a-Lago. Ancient, <laughs> ancient Israeli artifacts, which are worth, which are priceless artifacts, which they they kind very kind to them to to bring them over, have them on display, part of this, and and Trump before, hey, grab all those, those are with me. You know, I only hope that the ancient. Israeli artifacts were not stored in the same room as the boxes in the bathroom. Okay. Well, let's see. We got files. We got some t-shirts. Uh, then there's some, some tchotchkes over here. I, I don't know where that, I don't know. I had not heard that. Is that why the Israeli president was at the white house? I know. I think it was because he was coming over. They said, okay, why don't we have our antiquities guys come with us? Because we're going to formally say, we want this stuff back. And of I course, say, I, thought, I thought he was showing up to say, uh, I got a bag here. If you just want to fill it with the stuff. Didn't oh, didn't no, Trump on a that. didn't Trump on a golf course have a plaque that he made up about like a Civil War family member that was just completely fraudulent or something of that nature? I don't know. Oh God! I mean, <laughs> here's why I'm dismissive of it. It's like, I, sure, I, you know, there, there's a level of where do we go from here that, from a political campaign standpoint, has to include Trump, right? He's the GOP front runner by far. Um, does that change? I don't know. Um, well, you know, my, my feeling is you've got, you've got Trump running again, and it's going to be Biden running again. If the current paths play out, right? So what, what leads anyone on any side to think the result is different in 2024? 
And I say that for this reason. If you're the Republicans who believe that the election was stolen in 2020, what steps have been taken to make sure it isn't stolen again in 2024? Answer, nothing. Nothing has been done to change election law. Nothing has been done in any respect. So why do you think there would be a different result? By the way, you know, you see what I'm saying? No, no fraudulent, though. I mean, Joe Biden won fair and square. And no, 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 but this is what I'm saying. I understand understand what you're saying from their point of view. But the reality is, is, the reality is, is this is I think he's going to lose even worse unless, you know, that's the other half of it. Right. I mean, if you're a Trump supporter and you think you was robbed in 2020, You've done nothing to suggest a different outcome in 2024. And if, in fact, everything is fair and square in 2020, what's to say you're going to have any different outcome in 2024? And there's we, nothing to suggest a change. And we just saw in 2022 a little, a very upsetting thing for a lot of Republicans is that, you know, you know, societal issues will override economic issues for a family. If you start taking away people, if the perception is you're taking away people's rights and you, that's not a very easy sell saying, hey, we're, we're still good for the economy. Yeah, but for you to be good at the economy, I have to lose my rights. No, that's not going to play. And that's another problem for oh, the Republicans. And, and, to, and to your point briefly before you break, I, we have to remember this is not a national election. It is a state by state election. And so I don't care what a national poll says about abortion, gun control, Republican versus Democrat. I care what individual state polls read because that's how we vote. Mm -hmm. And so to your point, why did Republicans not do as well in 2022? Because they were looking at a national issue, quote unquote, and they were missing the state by state, district by district races. That's why it didn't pan out. And they're still not getting out of their own way. Uh, exactly. Michigan, Michigan, uh, we've got to talk about this because it's it's the Al Capone thing. It's not heavy-duty charges, but they're going to stick. Uh, Jeff Stein joining us right now, 952-946-6205. We'll take a break. Come on back. The Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the Matt McNeil Show. Jeff Stein joining us right now. Uh, Michigan is where we're seeing this other bit of legal news. Uh, 16 Republicans have been charged with eight counts each uh, for basically being the fake electors in Michigan and trying to pass themselves off. Forgery is the main thing. This would be like me trying to write a check for Jeff Stein and trying to cash it somewhere. You can't do that. You can't represent yourself as someone else illegally, and that's part of it. Here's the other part, which I thought was fascinating. It's state law in Michigan that the electors have to be elected in the state capitol. They did, this didn't happen in the state capitol. This happened in the basement of the Republican Party headquarters, and it's illegal for them to pass themselves off as electors that were not elected in the state capitol. That's one of the charges, and as one person said, it's a, that's just cut and dry. Your guys, these guys are going to get, get convicted on that one easy just because you're supposed to know where you're supposed to be when this happens. I have heard some on the national level, and this is the danger between national versus local, say, well, it's not like uh, the people in Congress were confused as to who the electors were, and so therefore it's not fraudulent because it was not believable, okay? Fine, play that one out, except to your point. Here's the state law. Here's how we certify our electors in this state. Yep. And if you so this is why this is why I don't like the histrionics about national this and national that 
nothing is national. You have different rules in different states for electors. And if you sit in a party headquarters basement and sign a document, then you either are ignorant of the law, and ignorance is no excuse on a law like this, because your intention was to pass yourself off as an elector. Overturn your state's election, yes. You know, I mean, it's, it's uh, people are just, they were very quick to say, what can we do without checking out any of the rules? Yeah, it's not a and bookkeeping error. rules get yeah. in the way. Yeah, it's not a bookkeeping error. And, no. and, and this no. is, and, and it's, it's Capone on mail fraud. You, you know, it's not pretty. It's not, za- you know, zazzy. But you're going to have a lot of years in jail because of this, because it's really cut and dry. I mean, they it's it's they they they're fraudulent. It's forgery. They, they they're in trouble for this. And they're already, you know, some questions on whether or not this is about something. Uh, there is what Christine Bob, uh, Trump's attorney, said this was yeah. about trying to get the fake electors to flip on Trump and testify against him, which was a mistake because so far uh, Jack Smith has not even talked about the, the the fake electors. And so this is almost an admission by Bob that that Trump knew that the fake electors were there. And so, yeah, this is a mistake there. Uh, you know, it, it's a mess. But as you said, it's, it's federal people trying to dictate state law and they don't know these laws. They didn't know them back when they tried to overturn the election and they still don't know them today. Well, and this is the problem again with thinking of this as a national election. It is an election by states for a national audience or a national office. And until people figure that out, that you're going to have different poll times, that you're going to have different rules, you're going to have all of these things, you're just going to have this this mess. And as uh, quickly as I saw someone say, the only people who have suffered as a result of any of this are the ones who are actually doing things like signing documents and going to the Capitol. The January 6th grand jury could change that dynamic. Trump doesn't even know he can record a phone call, for God's sake. It's it's got some issues there. Uh, It was a perfect phone call, man. You leave that alone. Listen to to Stein this week in Hour 2. That's coming up next.